Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, the ultimate film and TV podcast. Welcome to the weekly chat. What are we on? Number eight, like 52, 50? I think. Something Is it, like has that. it been a year of weekly chats? Holy crap, it might be a year of weekly chats. Or it might be number 50. This, oh, I'm sorry, it's 42. We're way off. You're way off. Well, way it's, off. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's nice, though, because we, we would never have chats before this. No, I'm just kidding. We wouldn't chat at all. I wouldn't even talk to you <laughs> until we went out back in the studio that I put on my fake personality for you. But then after, as soon as we stop recording. Frenemies. See you later anthony can't stand this fucking better guy. not see you in the kitchen <laughs> <laughs> we used to have a roommate and every time you walked past him no matter how many times you walked past him during the day he would say what's up every time like he would say what's up to you like 30 times and i'd be like stop saying what's up to me i just walked past you bud so it's but we don't do that we just walk still lingering in anthony's yeah, mind yeah. clearly but you're good you're later. good about that you don't say like what's up every time i pass oh, i by saw you. what it did to you <laughs> It annoys me too sometimes, but it is what it is. People like to be friendly, but then there's a kind of a boundary, and I think there's overstepping and being overly friendly to the point yeah. of like, you said hi to me 17 times today, and it's only 11 a.m. <laughs> what are we doing here? I, I just took a shit. And you, high five. <laughs> Forgot to wash my hands. Sorry. It's getting silly, but no, I get it. But I love friendly people, but you know, there, there's, there's a maximum amount of friendliness I want in my life. And sometimes, sometimes I don't want talk to anybody sometimes i just want to walk around in my lonesome mind thinking about whatever it is that's pretty sad i'm just kidding man there's some walk around in your robe some weird stuff that goes on in there man (laughs) some weird stuff you did start wearing like a robe recently this winter and it it looked very chillaxing the robe yeah oh my bathroom yeah well that thing is so warm yeah so like i'll wake i'll wear that if i make coffee like really early in the morning when it's chilly out and it is the it's like a warm blanket holding on to you, and you can only like last a couple of minutes because it gets so hot. Juno likes it. Yeah. Well, I hang it up. So, but uh-huh. you know, Juno loves my bed. Anything I, that smells like me. You you ever take a nap that's so deep that when you wake up, you're like, "What fucking day is it?" Or you <laughs> don't even know who you are. That just happened to me a couple it's, hours it's ago. It's funny how it happens with a nap and not like a great sleep. Yeah. A nap you could be like, "Where where am I right now? Who am I? Who who am I?" <laughs> I literally woke up. I'm like, "What fucking time is it? <laughs> what year is it?" You must have been tired, man. You must have been tired. Yeah, well, I stayed up pretty late playing Hogwarts. I mean, so. yeah, we got Hogwarts Legacy. We're gonna do a, a episode on Saturday, like going in depth on our first yeah. initial reactions. But we've only gotten like three, four hours of gameplay each because we're still running a business. People are still are like, I posted a, a story on Instagram that I was at the gym, uh-huh. just like a douchey like sixty pound dumbbell. Oh, that's li- why someone DM me saying like, I know your brother's at the gym right now. I was like, how did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> but someone's like, oh, I was expecting you guys to not leave the house with Hogwarts Legacy for at least two more days. But hey. Still got business to still run. Gotta put, make we content. got one PS5, yeah. and we still gotta. I gotta get the hit the gym. I gotta get my vitamin D outside. Get my sunlight. Yeah, I still got. I got a life to live. Yeah, I get a. I went for my walk today. I had to get outside and, and get the get some fresh air and get some sun on my face. Nothing wrong with playing it for twelve hours straight because oh, I yeah. really want to. Yeah. But you know we got work to do. Yeah. At the same time, but I'm I'm found a really good balance of not playing for like more than like an hour and a half, two hours max. Then getting a bunch of stuff done, getting a lot of work done while you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, yesterday I I I did two days worth of work in one day yesterday, and I finished by eleven. I finished at eleven. Then I was then you were done with the game, so I just got on at eleven. And then this morning I finished up the last bit of that work, 
for a few hours. So now I'm I'm free for the rest of the day to play. So. It's highly motivating to get that <laughs> as a reward. So like, oh, I got I've got to work real hard for like two <laughs> hours, and I it's really fun because like I am I cruised through a bunch of editing yesterday. I finished episode for next week. <laughs> You're like, I can't wait to finish I'm this like, edit. I'm like already done. I'm like I'm ready. I got Dancing. Last of Us done. I got our episode that we're gonna do on Oppenheimer. Everything we know done's and it's like freaking a week away. <laughs> I was like, uh, can't wait to play, <laughs> but gotta get the work in though. Oh yeah, but what's what? We just had a game changer on Instagram. I'm not sure how long this feature has been out. Maybe we've just been dumb enough to not notice it, but it definitely wasn't around for at least the last two or two and a half years. I think they might have implemented it within the last month or so. Correct me if I'm wrong, anyone who's listening, but you now have the ability to schedule posts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you've always been able to do that through a third-party app, but we just never felt comfortable putting our information on some random company. Like Instagram, it's fine. TikTok, it's fine. These are major com- corporations. I feel safe putting our like our information on it. Like in terms of like tax information, like as a business on these, we have business accounts, so we're putting like very important information on these accounts. So I feel comfortable putting that stuff on those companies. Yeah, they can have it. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not. They're it's encrypted. No one's gonna hack yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But we've never just felt comfortable using one of these tiny third-party apps that will make schedule posts for you for Instagram. So we just never use them. There are there are legitimate ones that I've never just wanted to get into for similar reasons. Like Hootsuite is a really legitimate one that mm-hmm. a lot of companies use, but still, eh, it's kind of iffy. Yeah, and also just to have another app is just another thing that we don't want. So I just randomly discovered it two days ago. I just went on to our settings tab, and I saw this tab that said scheduled posts I'd never seen before. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> and I, so I looked saving. into it, and then now we can schedule all of our posts. I've already scheduled like eight different Instagram reels, which is just fantastic. You can't do it on, you can't do scheduled posts on TikTok, which is very annoying. Also, you can do it through a third party app as well on TikTok, I believe. But the drafts section of TikTok is yeah. a lot better than Instagram's drafts section, I think. Uh, vice versa, you mean? Instagram's better than TikTok? No, TikTok's drafts are better than oh, Instagram's you think so? drafts. You yeah, think in so? terms of like storage and then just posting, it's a lot simpler. Oh, well, I like Instagram better because we can see each other's drafts on Instagram. Whereas on TikTok... No, you can only see scheduled posts. Yeah, I know, but I can see the posts that you schedule. No, but yeah, I'm talking about... Yeah. Dra- I'm just talking about drafts, mm-hmm. not scheduled posts. Okay. I'm just talking about the draft okay. section. It's a lot better on TikTok than you Instagram. You might be right, but I do... Because Instagram, uh, yeah. you have to go, I want to make a post, yeah, let yeah, me yeah. go into the saved draft section, whereas TikTok, the drafts are already at the top of your page, right? Ready oh, to go. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I get your point. But, the, but I do like on Instagram, I can see your draft if you make a draft, but on TikTok... But it has to be scheduled. Yeah, yeah. but I, but on TikTok, you can't see. I can't see a draft that you make. No, no, no. So I, I like how it's joined in the Instagram, but it's just a game changer to be able to schedule our posts. So, because usually every morning I wake up at six six thirty to make the Instagram post for whatever new episode it is, and I post the thumbnails that you brilliantly designed. Thank you. <laughs> and Thank you. but I'm like, it's like six a.m. at six a.m. and I'm in bed and I'm just like. I gotta make the post, and I gotta do the stories, and I gotta put the links in there. Tough it's like, life, it is, no, but I'm like, it's it's <laughs> tough because the judo wakes me up at four, <laughs> and then I wake up for for that at six, and then like, okay, I gotta try and go back to sleep and catch some Z's. So it's nice to not have to do that 
actually physically do that. And then, so I just, I'll wake up at, at like 7.30, like normal or 8, and then I'll put the stories in. But it's already got the post up, which is just fantastic. I've already, and also it's, it's less time spent on Instagram. So I already have a bunch of reels scheduled to post over the next week, which is just really nice. I don't have to worry about it. I have to think about it. I don't have to be like, oh, what am I going to post? I just, while I went for a walk, I just scheduled a bunch while I was doing something. Yesterday, I scheduled a few. So it's nice to, it, it eases up from having to open up the app as much. It's really awesome because it's it's a lot more work than you'd think, like getting posts ready to go, the hashtags and everything like that, uploading. It's a little time consuming, but... For me, it's so helpful because I try not to go on social media as much as possible, even though we do it a lot for the podcast and for a living. And like we're basically half the job is being on social media, interacting with people because, you know, that's how we built our fan base is constantly replying to everybody in comments, DMs. We, we look at every message, every comment someone says, especially on Instagram, we re- respond to it like it because we appreciate everyone who tunes in, let alone everyone who interacts and engages with our content. We really appreciate it. So we want to make you all feel like you're heard whenever you write something or message us or DM something. But like if you're making a post, it's so easy to like, all right, I'm going to go make a post that we have to do. It's two o'clock in the afternoon. I got to get it, get something up. And then you get the post going, but then like 10 minutes, you just got caught on TikTok, like, <laughs> or like you're on Instagram in the discovery. Like, why am yeah, I like, looking wait, at, what time is it? Why am I looking at fitness videos? I was spo- <laughs> what was it? Oh, I was supposed to post, uh, I was supposed to post a, a reel. Oh, then you go back to post a reel and then you finally get it up. And then you're back on the Instagram Discover page. So less time. So that's why our Discover page has so many dudes lifting on it. Just a bunch of dudes. <laughs> every time I go on the Discover. Getting, getting shredded I'm like, what's Jim? Jim's watching these all day. But scheduling a post <laughs> is really helpful. It, it's it's going to be really nice going forward. Yeah, and it's great because you can throw the hashtags in it and everything or tag whatever you want. And my guess as to why this wasn't publicly broadcast like really well by Instagram. Maybe it was on the Instagram page like when you follow them. I'm not sure. But sometimes they just roll out features without well, yeah, anybody they do knowing. The story feed you know they do that story alert when they but have I new features fo- I, I always skip the shit out of that and i don't follow I, them. I usually um look at it to see what it is but it's i've never seen the alert for this one my guess is because this feature means people will be on instagram a little bit less which is not what yeah. they want so like we'll be able to go on instagram less because like i said i get into a a rabbit hole of random content <laughs> like we all get sucked into because it's uh, so addicting and you go to make a post and it's like an hour passed and you're like, oh, what was I doing? Like, just go do something else. Your pizza's burnt in you the for, oven. You forgot. You for, you, and I forgot to make the post. I didn't even make the reel. I burnt a croissant. I remember two weeks ago because I put a croissant in the toaster oven, an almond, cro- an almond croissant. And then I. This is the one that you were making for me? No, this is the one I was making for myself. That gotcha. one was at nighttime, but it was, this was like in the morning. And I put a croissant in the toaster oven. It, they usually just take like 10 minutes to make, but I'm you can smell it pretty clearly and you're like no it's ready and i'm always nearby it and so then i went in my room to i didn't make a post and then and then i ended up just sitting on my bed for 15 minutes and then i just smelled the, the croissant <laughs> i was like fuck your, your bed's too far away from your bed yeah. too far away to smell when it's exactly done. yeah and so then i ran to the kitchen it was burnt to a crisp i was like no you also burnt a cro- croissant that you were cooking for me like a month ago you yeah kept, you're like bragging about these almond croissants you got a trader hose and you're like Hey man, would you like a croissant? And I was like, "Ooh, I love a croissant. Thank you, Anthony." And then he burned them. <laughs> so I didn't put a timer on it. But then you were yeah. so you still stubbornly ate yours. You're like, "It's still okay." Like I don't recommend. I, I, you, I ate bits of it. I don't recommend you eat yours. But I, I didn't eat the whole thing. It was a hockey puck. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was pretty burnt on the bottom, but the inside, the, the you know, the almond filling was still was still pretty good. You know what you should use to cook croissants? What? The air fryer. 
Really? It does desserts very well. It's interesting. Yeah. I'll have to try that. It's just like super fast oven. Think of it like that. Yeah, I'll, to, I'll give it a shot. It'd be like two minutes. Tops. But have you had one of the ones that I eat? The almond ones? I gave you one once, didn't I? It was burnt. No, no, I gave you another one, I thought. Did you? Or maybe a bite. I think, actually, yeah, you did end up cooking one well for the me. The day before our first day of shooting, I got it. I gave you one. Remember? That's right. You were yeah. trying to butter me up so that, I, <laughs> so that I would work really hard on the set. <laughs> James woke hey up. Hey, man, how are you? I, I, had it, I had it ready for you when you got out of your room when you woke I up. I opened my door. Anthony's, <laughs> I swear to God. Anthony's standing there with a tray of food, a newspaper, a milkshake. There's some lady hired who's going to give me a massage. <laughs> you're going to say something else. Whatever you need. How are you? Good morning. Good morning, Jim. Welcome. Him and Juno are just like in bathrobes. Just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> Juno has a little bathrobe. Can I, can I get you anything? I made you coffee. You got an almond croissant. And then the next day, I didn't get fucking shit. <laughs> and I was making the coffee for the whole set and crew. You made a ton of coffee. I made so much coffee. I would get up like at 4 a.m. to make the coffee every day. <laughs> then you I were brewing it in a, in a pot. You were brewing well, it. Well, listen. So I, like, ha- no, I came, not like a coffee pot, but like a pot pot. I came up with this method because I didn't want to brew like drip coffee every morning. It was very smart. We yeah. got those big thermos that have the spout with the t- button on top that you push. You could put like a hundred ounces of warm or cold liquid. It stays hot for like twenty hours. They're crazy, but I'm sure mm-hmm. everyone's used one before, especially like somewhere cold or like a party or something. And so we got those and. But then I was like, I don't want to brew cold drip or even French press, like a bunch of coffee that take forever. So I came up with the idea where I got these bottles of sweetened cold brew at the store. You know, you just get them in like where the juices yeah, are and milk yeah. and stuff. So yeah. just like a couple gallons of very, it's really delicious of sweetened cold brew. And then I would pour them all in a big giant pot on the stove and I would warm that up for like, 20 minutes until it was a little bubbling and then I would pour that into the giant thermos spout coffee containers and everyone loved it because cold brew tastes different yeah. than regular coffee there's yeah. something to it as well as the sweetened ones really delicious it's like syrupy almost you know <laughs> there's something to it <laughs> but, I, but I remember I remember so the first set was at the bar and then um, I was like, oh, cool, coffee. After, after, after we, were, we were doing some, like a couple hours, so I was like, oh, man, I can't wait to have a cup of coffee. And then, no, it was before we started filming, but we were we were prepping. And then I pour a, a cup of coffee. Then I was like, where's the milk? <laughs> and I was like, Jim, did you get milk? And you were like, uh, what do we need milk for? <laughs> my, in my brain, I was like, listen, listen, coffee's good enough. All right. The then, I, then we have to deal with someone's <laughs> someone's non dairy. Then, then we had to get milk and non dairy milk, and it was just like a whole fucking shit show. And then we had someone ask for sugar, so I had to get sugar. I tried to get away with just no. Just, we, we had a PA get the milk. And all yeah, the oh milk. yeah. yeah. You, Cody didn't, do you it. didn't get no. Uh, Leroy did. Leroy, but I got I got milk the next day and the next. Yeah, day yeah. But, but it was funny because I asked you. I was like, Jim, where's is there any milk? You're like, what do we need milk for? <laughs> so I swear to God, you were like, what do we need milk for? I was Fuck like, it. I was like, for the coffee. Everyone put something in their coffee. Be grateful. There's hot <laughs> coffee here, and you want you want it sweetened. You want a mocha foam. Just drink the goddamn. Hot coffee that I woke up at 4.30 to put on a stove in a pot and then pour into a giant thermos. Appreciate it and be grateful that you have hot coffee. I would have been more grateful if there was some milk with it. Yeah, you're right. Because I, I poured some. It was so hot. <laughs> I, still, I'll never, I still remember. You were like, what would we need milk for? It was undrinkable without milk <laughs> unless you let it sit for like 10 minutes. Exactly. To cool it down is what you, I needed it for. 
But oh my god, that was so funny. Then every day I had to get the milk and then uh, almond milk. And then... I like almond milk. I don't like almond milk anymore. Well, there's good... There's better... There's good kinds and then not so good kinds. But it just depends. My thing with almond milk... And I, I understand people... They, they want to have almond milk as a substitute for dairy or, or milk for whether it's digestive issues or health issues or you're going green, brah. Whatever it is, like a lot of people are switching to non-dairy milks and substitutes. I get it. I like regular milk better. But the thing with almond milk is, you know, they have the label. It's got like 50% vitamin D, 50% calcium, 50% niacin, whatever. That's all added it's not part of the almond milk the yeah. extraction of the yeah, yeah. juicy juicy milk from almonds which is just a weird thing that like it's just water soaked in water yeah, it's yeah. almond soaked in water yeah is what it is but it's not getting those a lot of those nutrients most of the time especially when you look at the labels it's been added so you're not uh-huh. really retaining 50 percent vitamin d of this because i mean with regular milks in the well, goddamn I mean, molecules well i mean if you want to get into the nitty-gritty most vegetables you're not you're not getting what it could be in terms of nutritional value yeah, because yeah. so because the soil in america especially in large corporate farms the soil is so uh low in nutritional content that the vegetables and fruits don't grow with the same kind of nutrition that they used to even though they say because yeah. people used to be so much healthier before the 1970s you know people would eat well america america just, okay europe still has great quality food oh exactly yeah, yeah i'm sorry i was talking their, about their america. farms are, are much better than american with farms. the fda but like everything used to have such a higher content of nu- nutrients like you said so like you would actually get a lot of benefits from a head of kale but like you would need to like blend seven heads of <laughs> kale to get the nutritional value of like one head of kale yeah, which bucket is why of I, spinach i stopped i used to do like kale in a shake every day and then i did a bunch of research and how so many of the nutrients have been zapped out of these yeah. massively processed vegetables i mean you gotta, it's because of the soil you gotta feed yeah. 350 million people i yeah. get it i get it yeah. it's it's not a perfect world it's not a perfect system it's tough to feed all these people you gotta do it every day we have to provide vegetables and fruit every day in grocery stores for people all over the goddamn country and all over the world it's yeah. it's, a, it's a thing it's, it's hard it's yeah. not easy yeah. and obviously they've been trying to mass produce it and obviously all these developments but zapped all these yeah. even out it, of it. even organic vegetables and fruits so that's why i stopped doing like the frozen kale in my shake i'm like I'm, it's also Obsess- a obsessing how oh it's 18 vitamin k i'm gonna throw this much spinach yeah. in it but it's, i do eat yeah. vegetables every day still i eat celery every well, it's day still, it's better than not eating yeah. vegetables and i eat carrot yeah. i eat carrots and celery every day that's my those are my main your vegetables. new breakfast is celery and peanut butter it's for not breakfast. new breakfast it's first of all you've had it like four days straight for breakfast three days straight so i could say it's a new thing it's a new thing it's a thing <laughs> is it new it's something i do <laughs> It's a snack. It's a snack. It's breakfast. What's wrong with well, no, the first, celery and the first thing you, The first thing you eat in the day is breakfast. You're breaking your fast. So it's breakfast. Breaking. Oh, I it's get it. It's not a snack. No, I, well, I can have whatever the fuck I want for breakfast. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. But it's also, not, I'm just saying it's not a snack. I'm just saying with the first thing you eat of the day, it's not a snack. It's breakfast. No, but I mean like <laughs> the definition of like celery and peanut butter is like a snack. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. But what I'm saying is the first meal you eat in the day, no matter what it is, yeah, it's, sure. it's breakfast. Whatever, dude. Yeah. But also... Can we talk about my peanut butter? How high quality it is? It's really good. Peanut oh, butter. I want to taste it. It's today. really good peanut butter. Remind me to taste it when but, we go inside. But like, I like to mix it up every once in a while for my breakfast. And I had a bunch of celery that I bought, and I had a bunch of delicious new peanut butter that's really like healthy. <laughs> it's just peanuts. That's it, and that's the, that's the only ingredient. Because it's some, it's really tough to go in the peanut butter aisle. Look at all the labels. It's it's. I would say. The major Maybe brands are all oil. Maybe yeah. two of them you'll see are actually just peanut butter, just peanuts. 
maybe even salt it's fine but like most of them have sunflower oil palm oil all yeah. these oils or even sugars added to the peanut butter it's just really unhealthy for well, you all the seed yeah. oils well i mean um like why do we have to add oil to the freaking peanut butter makes a better texture makes man smoother yeah. Yeah, smoother smoother <laughs> <laughs> i like my peanut butter to be smoothier than that yeah, thank it, you very it, much it's not smoothie <laughs> enough <laughs> it's the most smoothie peanut butter but even those coffee creamers like coffee mate or the other ones, they're they're actually just flavored oil. Ain't no ain't no dairy. There's in no that. there isn't even a dairy in them, and they're, but they're called they're advertised as a creamer, a coffee delicious creamer. and shocking they're, ingredients. They're amazing. They taste so good, but they are oils that are flavored, and that's all it is. It's just flavored oils that you people put in their coffee. I I used to drink coffee meat all the time until I realized that, and I was like, this is. I looked at the ingredients. I'm like, this, this is, is just oil. I thought it was dairy forever. <laughs> yeah, for years. Also, I thought margarine was butter for so long. Yeah, but same. margarine's basically the same thing. That's why margarine's incredibly yeah, it's unhealthy. Oil. Yeah, it's not a good replacement for you. It's so bad for you. All the seed oils and all these oils that are put in. Like there are good oils, like olive oil, oh, for avocado sure. oil. Mm-hmm. Some of these oils are. are terrific for you but the ones that are the seed oils the flower oils like these aren't meant to be oils they used to be used to degrease engines and you should look at videos of <laughs> you should look at videos of how they're processed it's the most disturbing yeah, thing ever it's messed up canola oil sunflower oil seed oils that it's so bad for you whereas the way olive oil is processed is that they just it's um, just an italian man squeezing <laughs> olives <laughs> on his on his hairy chest <laughs> and then he crushes that, dra- that drains it he crushes the <laughs> It cleans the oil. It, 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 filter, it filters all the chunks out. His, <laughs> his chest air, it filters all the chunks of oil, of, of all the chunks of olives. So you get just beautiful golden oil off this Italian man's chest. <laughs> oh, my God. But they blend olives, and then the oil rises to the top, and then they scoop the oil off the top. It rises. It rises. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, olive oil is, I would say, without a doubt, the best-tasting oil. I don't think anything even comes close to olive oil. A really oil. good one. A really so, great cold pressed, like real extra extra virgin olive oil is fucking delicious. And you can smell it. Like you can it has a great scent to it. You know what I mean? That's it tastes like, like tapenade. It's that yeah, good. It's like delicious. But it's they're, they're expensive, you know, really good olive oils. But there are some brands that are like twelve dollars a solid sized bottle. But a, a lot of <laughs> olive oils also have the problem is sometimes mixed, they're yeah. mixed and you don't know. You Never know. get name brand. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, we won't say the brands. Yeah, but, yeah. But there are better brands. But if you get like Splurge and get like the really good olive oil, cold pressed, Ooh. cold pressed, and extra virgin are the n- names you want to look for when you descriptions you want to look for when you buy buying olive oil and imported from imported Italy. from Italy too. Yeah. Usually, usually those are the most pure for but just there's, olive there, oil. But there are still American small companies in America that make their own olive oil. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, we have that great one in our in our kitchen, that white bottle. Yeah, that olive oil is American made, but it's delicious and it's legit. There's this store in there's a couple in Pasadena and in LA. I think it's called Olive and Oil or something like that, but it's like a a whole store based off of really high quality olive oils of different flavors as well as vinegars like balsamic vinegar, fig vinegar, blueberry vinegar. So like a balsamic vinaigrette but with every kind of fruit you can think of and they have so many delicious oils and you can just walk in and they have oh yeah, little pieces of bread that yeah. you can just dunk in all the oils. You can you can eat your fill of just little chunks of bread and taste <laughs> but I, I remember I've, I've gotten some oil from there a few times absolutely it's a great gift yeah it's a great we got mom a gift there one time basket, I remember. auntie yeah. maddie too we got her yeah one. it's an excellent gift like this assortment of flavored oils but uh, yeah it's but just fantastic olive oil and butter are the only things i cook with i don't Same. mess with anything else of course a lot if you're baking a lot a lot of recipes call for canola oil 
But I would still recommend and vegetable swapping. Oil. Yeah. yeah, vegetable oil. I would swap butter if you can, because butter is so good for you. It really yeah. is in moderation, but it's 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 healthy for you. It's animal fat. You yeah, know? it's it's delicious. That's why another reason why Americans specifically were a lot healthier before this surge of processed foods like crazy, where they were using lards and butters and ghee a lot instead of just the canola oil. The 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 Pam spray. I know I used Pam spray for like fifteen years. It works so well. What is that? Who knows? What is that? How does that work? I, I I guess there's oil in there, but is there also methane or like or propane in there? Like what else is in there? Like how is this? Ha- it's it's it shouldn't exist. But I mean, it I, there's like it, I came to realize that that can't be good for you if you're spraying oil out of a can like that. What what kind of air and gas is in there? What's causing this? There was a point in my life where I only cooked with that. <laughs> I know. For like a decade, I thought it was the best thing. It, it is, like, it is, is incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. I, I, I know. I'm sure half the people listening right now probably have Pam or like a cooking spray in their in their ca- cabinets. I'm not, call, I'm not take, calling you out. You do whatever you want, but I just don't do that anymore. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't either. I just cook with olive oil and butter, and then that's it. That's all. It's, it's, and they taste the best. They're the best, man. They taste the best. Butter is so good. It is. Like the real butter. Like good butter. Organic, unsalted. Is like, this real butter? How'd you get it? That's <laughs> fantastic. From the, Queen's, uh, the Chancellor's train. It, like so many things like eggs cooked with butter are great. Mushrooms cooked in butter are phenomenal. Steak. and I just made a steak the other day with butter and rosemary. Oh my god, it was fantastic. Butter is the best thing to use to cook with eggs for sure. Absolutely. Flavor-wise yeah. and cooking wise. Olive oil is good to it's with it too though because yeah. you get a it does kind of flavor the eggs but like I it gets think, greasy. Yeah, I like butter the best with Butter eggs. it flows with it and it absorbs it so well and becomes fluffier, but I think the oil with eggs is a little greasy for me. You know what butter's great with? Everything. Is you, is you make uh make toast and then it's the British breakfast. Toast and then slather it with butter and then slather it with jam. Oh yeah, it's the butter and jam. Oh my god, it's amazing. Butter and maple syrup, that's a great. Combo oh yeah, as well. oh like yeah, on a waffle, absolutely. <sighs> pancakes or waffle? This yeah. is a huge debate in the Discord. Oh, the pancakes all the way. You know, it's tough because well, it's French toast is whatever. Is uh, what, is it Liv who's yeah, Liv. obsessed with French toast? It's not, I, I think she's not obsessed with French toast, but she like hates pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> Dawson too. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know Liv is the. French toast superiority over pancakes. Dawson's waffles. I think, I mean, maybe you just haven't had as good pancakes as I've had. Remember, there's a bunch of great places we grew up with, oh, yeah. breakfast places, but specifically this place called, it was called uh, in the the Ringer, but then it got turned to In a Pickle. In a Pickle was great. Um, oh, it's still man. there. It's on Moody Street. Yeah. Incredible pancakes. And then there's some other places. Joseph's Thick, too is great. fluffy. In Waltham. Cheesecake but- Factory has really good pancakes. If you get, You'd be like, shocked. I love pancakes. But, and I, I mean, just butter and syrup on a pancake, a buttermilk pancake. Yeah. That's just so classic. Fluffy and thick pancakes with and so I much. I love waffles. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love the texture I love of them waffles. All. I love them all. Yeah. I love all breakfast. I got nothing against French toast. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, just, putting it, I'm putting it third in my ranking. I'm just saying pancakes are always great. I think French toast, and they're, they're just like, if you cook pan, if you're cooking, pancakes always come out the best out of all three. I would say. I had French toast at brunch the last time I went like two months ago, and I was underwhelmed. I was, I was, I was really excited about the French toast because it also had fruity pebbles on it, <laughs> but it was underwhelming. But I, it's nothing against French toast. I think it's just the, the restaurant. Wasn't what I was expecting. Can I get a, can I send this back? The description, it sounded fantastic, and it was obviously brunch, so it was $77 for French toast. <laughs> French, brunch and I was in expecting, <clears throat> excuse me, I was expecting like an extravagant bounty of French toast. It's just like, 
two pieces. That's it? I paid $107 for this? <laughs> yeah. One day it'll be that much money. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll, we'll be alive when French, coast, French toast costs $100, I'm sure. We it, could, co- it legitimately cost, I think, like $22 oh my for French God. toast. Oh but I mean, there God. were, it was, I think it was, French toast is something that's best, I think, if it's simple. Powdered sugar, maple syrup. That's the best way to have French toast. But then when you do all these crazy things to your French toast, you just it's too extravagant. It takes yeah, yeah, away yeah. from the greatness of the of what the dish should be. Yeah. And why uh the I used to work in a restaurant and they used a certain kind of bread that was just phenomenal as French toast. Cheesecake. I can't remember Italian bread works great. They used like a French baguette, I think is what they used, and it was just Insane. What it look? What was it shaped like? I've shown you pictures. Google it. Google cheesecake. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that's right. It was, and it was, it would get crispy on the outside, and then on the inside, it was soft and it's sweet and del- oh my god, it was so delicious. It was amazing. But I mean, why not get all three? Why not French toast, pancakes, and waffles? You excited for the Super Bowl? Honestly, uh, who's playing? Eagles, Chiefs. Eagles, Chiefs. Eh, so J- Jalen Hurts versus Mahomes. Medium excited. Yeah, medium excited too. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'll wa- I'll watch, yeah. but I didn't really pay attention to football the second half of the season, even though I won the the Discord. I league. Ca- I'm I, you won the foot. You won fantasy. It was great. Bro, yeah, I drafted I even so know. well. Yeah. My team was stacked. Yeah, but um, congrats. Also, Tommy Brady yeah. won me the championship. He had threw four touchdowns his last, his last game. La- no, his last second game, last, second game. last game of the season. But uh, yeah, I watched the. Su- I've I've watched every Super Bowl. Sometimes I'm excited for them. Sometimes I'm like, eh, meh, whatever. We'll see. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not as. Um, I'm not as into football as I used to be. I realized this year I was just like watching it. I tried watching it a few times, then I, I was getting bored during games. You only like football when Tom Brady's playing. Even, and the Patriots are yeah, good. Yeah, and yeah, when the Patriots, Patriots are good. Are good. <laughs> no, no, no. I was. I watched. Uh, I watched a few Tom games, and I just. I ended up getting bored by halftime. And then I I don't know I just I just lost the interest like the the insane like <laughs> passion I used to have watching him play this year. I think I know why with football is because every year it's gotten so much safer, mm-hmm. and also the rules change so much where it's less exciting of maybe an entire game sport. Like obviously I still love football; it's my favorite sport to watch on TV. In person, my favorite sport to watch is hockey. It's incredible. It's electric, but football. Obviously, you don't want people to get hurt, but that comes with the territory of when you're 350 pounds and you're on the field with 21 other people, like, people are going to get hurt, and you're running. The object of the game is to smash into each other. <laughs> people get hurt. There yeah. are ways to yeah, prevent yeah. injuries, which they're always trying to do, but a lot of the rule changes as well are helping that. But it's changed so much from when we grew up watching football. It was savage, dude. It was a lot more exciting, I people think. People trying to take each other's it heads off. It was, of course, yeah. a lot more dangerous. Way but more dangerous. Because of the lack of the, the way fewer rules in the way offense and defense worked, it wasn't as precise of a quarterback's league. It was more of like every position mattered so much to every single play yeah. where the quarterback is so important now so compared dominant to the now. Rest, of, yeah. rest of the team compared to before the 2005s and 2000s that... It used to be a lot more exciting of a sport, I think, than it is now. Yeah, I think, well, the the game has evolved to become kind of like home run hitting evolved baseball, and then now the quarterback as being heavy offense for a team, like that's their that's their goal is to just score as many points as possible and going with a great quarterback. And the quarterbacks nowadays are so, they come into the league already basically pros because they grew up going to like these elite camps as teenagers they get drafted into, they get picked up by incredible colleges. So by the time they're pros, 
they're way more skilled than pros even in the 2000s when they started. Like they they come into the league in their first year and they're already dominating uh, some of these young guys. So it's it, it's crazy to see how how skilled quarterbacks are coming into the league on in their first year and it really quarterbacks have really taken over the game and it's become uh all about throwing touchdowns and, and that it used to be balanced teams and sometimes defenses could just go to the Super Bowl with a mediocre quarterback and win but now it's like you need to have a great quarterback to do well in the league and wide receivers are just superstars now they've always been stars and yeah, like yeah kind yeah. of like divas but they are so important because of all the rule changes that kind of protect the offensive players. It, their their job's players. gotten the easiest out of everyone. And the safest. Yeah. For, for, like, not the safest. Like, quarterback's probably the safest, of course. Running back, wide receivers, you still have the uh, danger of getting blindsided. Yeah. With, yeah. You know what I mean? That's a, still a dangerous position. But there are a lot more rules to protect receivers. So those two positions are so important. Now, tight end's really important as well. It's just different. And there are pros and cons to it. And, you know, you don't want people to get hurt. But, you know, it comes with the comes with the territory of this crazy sport that I, I love so much. I still love football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love watching the, just random. I'll watch any game just to watch the intricacies of the plays and the complexity of each position. It's so fascinating and such a, a really incredible sport, and, and it's so fun. But it's just different, I think, than it used to be, also, especially the last five years, the way yeah. it's changed. Also, it's going to be very different next year because Tom is officially retired. Yeah. Tom's gone. It's like the three-point sh- uh, shooting in a— NBA, yeah, 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 the game yeah, so much. And, yeah, yeah. NBA's turned into basically three-point ISO ball. Yeah, it's kind of like so boring to watch. And like, and like the thing with NBA, I get it. It comes with the territory of a game evolving. Everybody is carries and travels every time the, they get the ball. Dude, carries and travels are so ridiculous. Every time now. someone touches the ball it's in the insane. NBA, it's a carry and a travel. Carry travel. LeBron takes like five steps every. They layup. all do. Yeah. They all do. Not just a single him up, but every player is just carry. Carry triple triple step four step pass. It's insane. Sometimes I can't watch it because it's like all like because when we grew up they called that out. You couldn't carry. You couldn't even try to fake it. Get close to a carry. Like you had to play it pretty safe and keep the keep your hand. You couldn't let your palm lift up at all. You can't have it face the sky. It's nuts. All people do is travel and carry in the NBA. But I get it. They score 130 points a game now. But like it it does make the game better. Whereas less. Calls by the by the refs. You know you don't want you don't want to stop the call. So many. No, but back then, yeah, it was just like every time there was a carry and travel. So I think they they were like, let's have less calls, let's have less um, ball changes, let's just let them play it out. But I feel like there's way more game breaks now, way more because there's more commercial opportunities that they want. Yeah, 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 way yeah. more fouls getting called. Oh yeah, called. yeah, yeah. For you sure. You look at somebody wrong on the court, you're getting a fault. You're getting a technical <laughs> foul. It's nuts. So they made up with the lack of calls by the physical calls. It's you can't even touch another I guess. guy. Yeah, I miss those those good old days of the NBA, man. Those they were, were those brawling, were man. They were brawlers. But um, speaking of Hogwarts legacy in, in Harry Potter, did you hear this rumor that Disney is interested or, or might buy Harry Potter? Oh, I hope to God which they I, don't. I think it's total BS. I think this is just people trying to get clickbait on headlines. But I saw there was like three articles published of like major outlets. Well, and, they all just do clickbait. But I don't think there's any merit to it because, first of all, why would Warner Brothers give up their most valuable IP? Why would they sell that even for a boatload of money to Disney? It's the only thing they have that really competes with Disney in any level when it comes to Star Wars, MCU. Warner Brothers really needs Harry Potter and the Wizarding World, so I would be shocked if that was even a conversation that people are having. Yeah, Warner Brothers DC is DC is their most valuable IP okay, property. Okay, DC yeah. because of just the, the breadth of characters they can make content off of, TV shows and movies and animated series and, and animated films. So totally blanked on that. Yeah, there's yeah, there's so many characters uh, they can super pull bad. from. But 
the Wizarding World IP is its second most important, without a doubt. And so I think it's silly. I think that all these news outlets, they are just they'll just pass around the same story to try to get people to click on their website and get ad revenue. I think it's all BS. Warner Brothers would never give up the the rights to Harry Potter in the Wizarding World because it is too valuable. And I guarantee you they are hard at work behind the scenes developing new spinoffs and projects based upon J.K. Rowling's writings in the past and the future and TV shows, movies. They're going to be doing a lot more stuff. Plus, they just released the video game. Exactly. So the Hogwarts Legacy is going to do very good sales. It's going to make maybe over a billion dollars. They're not going to just sell the rights after making one game. They want to clearly, I guarantee they are working on franchising the video game as well. So it's just a stupid article. I think there's no merit to it. There's no way Warner Brothers would abandon this IP. I bet you the Wizarding World makes more money than DC. I bet you it does. The Wizarding World... Well, you they can't, have, you know, you get a factor in merchandise. You got to factor in amusement park. Yeah, but you get a factor in merchandise for DC. Batman, Superman merchandise is insane. So it always is, has been. So is in Wizarding World, man. All right. You, so, you know what? They don't have a park for Superman and, and Batman. They have two, They have multiple Wizarding World parks. They have museums. I guarantee you Wizarding World makes more money than DC right now. You right might now. be right. Plus, actually, Wizarding World merch is it's absurdly it's a, yeah. yeah. I mean, I have the, I have yeah. multiple things in Wizarding World. It's crazy merch. popular. It's yeah. just as popular, if not more. You know, what? I, I think it, the argument can be made that uh, the Wizarding World is probably their most important IP. Their most successful. It, it could be their most successful IP. Uh, You're right. So I think I was right. <laughs> I just said you were. <laughs> Feel good. Feel really good. Well, you don't even know if you're right. You don't even know what the numbers look like. I bet so you don't act like you're right. I bet you DC barely makes a bill. And I bet you Wizarding World's... Wait, a bill? Like a billion? Billion. DC? Yeah. In terms of yearly? Revenue. Of revenue? Yeah. Oh, it definitely makes over a billion. Off what? Merchandise and syndication. Yeah, but I mean, that's not... I mean, compared studios to... Studios make most of their money when... Studios make most of their IP money on merchandise. No, yeah, I get yeah. that. But that's a lot of merch. Yeah, they, that's what, they make billions. Disney makes most of its money on Star merchandise. Wars. I don't think they do Star Wars numbers. That sounds like Star well, no, Wars numbers. No, no, Star Wars makes insane amounts of revenue from merchandise. Yeah, no, that's what like I mean. Tens of billions. That's why I said they don't do any like. Star no, Wars. they definitely do over a billion. You get to factor in um, sales of the films and TV shows, syndication all all over the world, plus merchandise. Uh, I think they just they make a like think of figures and they got all their stuff on HBO. No, but the syndicating around the world. Yeah, they're they're getting okay. licensing. All right, fees. I'll give DC a billion. There's more than just Netflix and HBO Max. You know, every I'll, I'll uh, give, other countries have other continents have different streaming apps. I'll give them a bill. They make I I bet they make probably ten billion a year off of off of DC. Well, that's a that's lot. That's my guess. I think that's a little high. Well, I mean, we'll never know the real numbers. Let me, let's see. I wonder if we can find that out. I wonder. Yeah, so look it up. Revenue of. I'm not saying it's anywhere near Star Wars, but I think it's pretty healthy, I would say. What would you call DC? DC Studios now? DC Studios, yeah. DC Studios annual revenue. Let's see the numbers. Let's see. Well, that's, the numbers. I think if you search it like that, you're just going to get box office numbers. Well, so right now I'm only getting comics. So comics, DC Comics makes $160 million annually. Now DC merchandise. Yeah, do DC merchandise, merchandise sales. Annual revenue. DC DC Entertainment Products. Okay, four billion dollars last year. That's just our merch. DC, and then and then you factor in no. So that's DC. So it's called DC Entertainment. Uh huh. DC Entertainment. And so, so that's that's just merch. 
and that's almost five billion right there. Wow! And you're not even talking about box office sales. You're not talking about syndication of shows and movies all over the world. And I mean, let's see, Wizarding World. And plus, people are, people are still buying movies. People still buy movies. Let's see what Wizarding World's at. So Wizarding World annual revenue. Wizarding World. I'm guessing is four billion. I'm guessing six billion. Wizarding World annual revenue. So it was three billion, three point three billion in two thousand fifteen. I'm sure it's up now. Well, I mean, that's before the park was built, right? Yeah. Can't I think the, I think the I park was built in twenty sixteen. Universal. Well, so Universal theme parks grossed twenty seven billion. Thirty seven billion. That's a lot of money. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> Okay, so Warner Bros. generated roughly 47... Oh, no, hold on. That's the wrong number. I can't find it. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, I'd have to do some more digging. I don't but I would to... say DC might make more. D- DC, if it's just making $4.5 just on merchandise, it's probably making more money than Wizarding World. Yeah, probably. There's no way Warner Bros. would give those up, either of them. Yeah, exactly. That's why I think it's total it's BS. It's silly. It's silly. It's total BS. Why would what? you give your main competition your crown jewel? I know. Dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. These, dude, these news outlets, honestly... They don't do any fact-checking. They just post something just to rile people up, and they just want to get people to go on their website. And Man, it's just like the stuff they report on half the time is just total BS. I can't stand it. What can we make up today? What if we say, <laughs> what if we say Disney's going to try and buy the moon? <laughs> or And also, it's like, not what do we can make up? It's like, what did they say? Whoa, that sounds crazy. Let's make our own headline about that same crazy thing. We base this article on absolutely nothing. <laughs> Deadline posted it. Don't look at us. <laughs> <laughs> we get our box office in from, from Deadline. Uh, yeah. Uh, Variety, or, too. Forbes, Deadline, box office mojo. It depends on who has the numbers first. So it, it varies. Who's got the numbers first? So what are, what do you see next? So I'm seeing Knock at the Cabin next week. I'll see Knock at the Cabin next also. We're going to do an episode on that. We're going to see Ant-Man. I'm going to see, clo- I'm gonna see the, the French film Close soon. And then Knock at the Cabin probably this upcoming weekend. Then we'll do a review of it. And then Ant-Man the Wasp, that premieres, it comes out February 7th, and it had its London, I mean, its U.S. premiere the other night. Very mixed reviews, what I'm hearing. When's, but when's the release? Is it the February 14th? 17th. 17th, okay. So it, it premiered on the 7th? Yeah, just like like the world premiere. Got it, got it. We didn't get yeah, invited. I, <laughs> yeah, we, I don't expect to. The Yeah, the reviews, I, I'm not surprised by the reviews because I, I found the trailer to be lukewarm. And I found the trailer to reveal everything. <laughs> but I'm excited to see Knock at the Cabin. I love seeing new M. Night movies. So we'll, I'm seeing yeah, that next week. Yeah, you'll see something you've never seen before. You exactly. Know? That's what, something you get from his movies. And next week is Valentine's Day. I hope you're all having fun planning uh, your nights out. If you have a significant other or a date, I hope you have a wonderful time. I'm going to... A Brazilian steakhouse, which I am salivating over. I keep looking at photos of it on Instagram because <laughs> I've never been to a Brazilian steakhouse, and I didn't really know how it worked. But so you just go; they have a whole side section of like side dishes. But then you have this card, I guess, on your table, and you flip it green, and they just walk over to you with like giant hunks of meat. And like, would you like this meat? Would you like some sausage? Would you like some steak? Would you like some of this? It sounds amazing. Yeah, you're gonna have the meat sweats. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had the meat sweats since I had that tomahawk steak. Oh, yeah, I bet. And I stubbornly ate almost the entire thing. How many ounces was it? Like 100. Oh it was God. huge. Oh, my God. Did you even have a side? No, I, we had a couple sides, uh, but I neglected them. <laughs> I could have done the same I thing. Had, they were like rice and beans. Who gives like, a, you can have rice good. and beans anywhere, but you can't side. have a tomahawk steak yeah, every it day. Was, I got it just because I was like, fuck it. 
fuck it, fuck it. <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> terrific, and I don't regret it. But I was puking, and did you? I was, I was, uh, I was having a very bad night in the middle of the night at like <laughs> one a.m., two a.m. Yeah, <laughs> you paid for it, man. You couldn't, you couldn't control yourself. I couldn't, man. <laughs> and my ex at the time kept warning me. She's like, "You should stop eating the steak. You're gonna get the meat spits." I'm like, "I'm like, that's not real." <laughs> She's like, "Okay." <laughs> Two a.m. holding my holding my hair over the toilet. <laughs> I got the meat sweats at Korean barbecue with an ex, and we had to we after we finished eating, we we had to sit at the table for another hour because we couldn't even stand up. <laughs> Well, that's just normal Korean barbecue. <laughs> we were like, I can't fucking move. You just keep ordering, ordering. Oh, were, I was, were you like sick and everything from the sweats? I was, yeah. We, I was just like wheezy. I was just like, I can't. I feel terrible. I eat so much. Yeah, because if you don't eat, if you don't, like, you have to pay a certain extra price if you don't finish it or eat enough of a, of a meat. That's that restaurant the way they operate. Like, you can get stuff for a cheaper price as long as you eat enough of it. Ah, oh, all right. So we were like, we gotta, you gotta eat more of this one. <laughs> we can't afford all of it. <laughs> but you dine, you dine so much. <laughs> you dine so much. <laughs> Do you think the egg rolls really are that big? <laughs> sick off, sick office reference. <laughs> That's what Michael's missing. Because Jim drives away. Because <laughs> CC is locked in a car. <laughs> He's at a gas station. Okay, we got it. Holly finds him. Shut up. Where where do you go next, Holly? <laughs> She's the key. <laughs> but yeah, I'll take the meat sweats. Yeah, it'll be, it won't be as bad as the tomahawk stick. I'm I sure. know how to deal with it. You know, yeah. I, you just have to really make sure you get sides and eat other things besides the meat. You really, you know, something that will help. What you drinking uh, hot water or hot tea while you eat? Yeah, that'll help you digest. Okay. Yeah, hot water really helps you move food down. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. that's why um in a lot of Asian cultures they drink a lot of hot tea or or hot water mm-hmm. while they eat because it helps digestion. Yeah, yeah. And what I, what I love about other cultures outside of the U.S. is they don't stuff their faces like we do here. <laughs> they don't eat until they are in pain. We, we like, it's like Americans. It's like a shovel. Like a, like they should not. They stop using forks and spoons. Just give a little mini shovel, like handheld shovels. I did that today that's with Panda, I, I did that I today with Panda Express. I'm same, guilty, bro. I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I chewed. <laughs> <laughs> like someone from another country would like look at it in horror, in horror like, like how are they eating that what much? What's going on? They're not they're, they're not stopping. <laughs> That's more food than I eat in 2 days. Oh my god. <laughs> What's wrong with them? It's insane. And we eat so much food These here. These animals. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that while I was shoveling Panda Express in my mouth. <laughs> that was a lot of rice. Yeah. You got the the bigger plate with rice. It was like so much rice. So much rice. I was shocked. I needed it. I it had a, a really, giant I had a, pile of rice. I had a great lift. <laughs> and I needed that rice. Judo had some too. <laughs> he had some chicken. Yeah. Not not the rice. The I chicken. needed it inside my body as soon as possible. I just went <laughs> vacuum. <laughs> oh man. Well, we have some great episodes coming for you all. So on Monday the other day, we did an episode on The Last of Us, Episode 4. On Saturday will be episode of the review of Last of Us, Episode 5, because their next episode will be on Friday night because the Super Bowl is on Sunday. So stay tuned for – so look out for our Last of Us episode review on Saturday morning, first thing in the morning. And then this week, tomorrow, we have an excellent episode on humanity versus technology and film Man vs. Machine, that entire genre. We went through some of our favorites all time. It was such a great discussion. It was like two and a half hours just really bouncing around like the Blade Runner films, the Terminator franchise, 
then contemporary films like Ex Machina, classics like Metropolis. It was just such a great chat, incredible discussion. Something that I've been wanting to do for a while. So don't forget about that tomorrow. It's gonna be a banger. I'm I edited it yesterday. It was really good. It was very good. I'm I'm very excited for everyone to listen to it. I mean, we talked about Tron Legacy, which was so cool. All all these great films that we love because you know how much we love sci-fi. And this is specifically not like humans versus like alien technology. It's not like that movie Oblivion. It's not like alien tech coming and like us versus them. So it's more of it's not War of the Worlds technology. Yeah, yeah it's technology. That humans created specifically. It's humans, of, the Matrix, humans, artificial intelligence-based kind of films and those themes, and it, it was it was terrific. I can't wait for y'all to tune in tomorrow. Yeah, it's um, an exciting week, and I got it done ASAP so I could play more Hogwarts, <laughs> <laughs> which I think it's your turn right now, right? I was editing all night all night last night. I was editing so I could have a day free. You going in right now? Oh yeah. All right. That's, Thanks everyone. For I just tuning had some in. coffee. I'm ready to go. Let's go, Ravenclaw baby. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Raiders of the Lost Podcast. Have a wonderful rest of your day and talk to you soon. See you next time. Raiders of the Lost Podcast is a mirror image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.